you just think I disappeared? <laughs> it was not a city. It was not a large town, but it was not small. It was just average, you might say, except for one thing. There was a storyteller in the town. That storyteller with a capital S. The storyteller had arrived one day without advance notice, or as some people would put it, without warning. There had been no invitations, no requests. The storyteller just showed up, rented a house that had been empty for two years, and put up a sign inviting people to come and listen to stories. Mind you, that was not so easy for the people in the town. They were nervous about it and wanted to know uh, what the storyteller's qualifications were. They wanted to know if the storyteller was accredited. They wanted to know if the storyteller was a male or a female. The children didn't care, of course. A storyteller was a storyteller. Gender or accreditation were just not on their minds. They were thirsty for real stories. And they got them. And on any afternoon, you could be sure that most, if not all, the children in the town were at the storyteller's house. And so the storyteller began. Storyteller might say, in the smoking tiger's time. <laughs> well, and of course, the children went raise their hands immediately, what do you mean? And the storyteller explained, well, in Korea, that's just another way of starting with long, long ago. Well, there would be forests in these stories. The storyteller would continue with whatever wonderful story was being told that day. There would be stories with big, strange trees. <laughs> this tree blooms instantly. in the shade for a minute. Let's see. Big strange trees. Mossy rocks. fish that swam in them. Uh, 
and a wonderful bird that sang the sweetest song. And there was a tall blue mountain peak with snow on the top of it. And on top of the mountain was a wonderful magic city. And all of the children and youth listened to the stories and wanted to listen forever because the stories made them feel amazed and happy. And they wanted to share their amazement and happiness with their families. So they asked the storyteller if they could take part of the story home with them. And the answer was always, yes, of course. And so they did. Look at what the storyteller gave me, one little boy said as he took the smoking tiger home with him. His father said, you can't have that. Tigers are dangerous. And his mother said, I won't have anyone smoking in this house. <laughs> so the youth dejectedly carried the smoking tiger back to the storyteller. And another little boy, no, two boys, brothers, took the big rock home with them and said to their parents, look what the storyteller gave us. The father said, it's too heavy. It will go right through the floor into the room below. You can't have that here. You have to give it back. The mother said, I can't believe you would do this to us. What's wrong with you? But it's cool, the youth said. Can't you see it won't fit here, the mother said. Take it back right now. Well, the two children took the rock back. They were sad too. A brother and sister were quite industrious. They took the mountain home with them. You can't bring something like that into this house. It's too big and the snow will melt and mess up everything, said the parents in unison. But this time the children were, by, by this time, the children were kind of getting the idea our moms and dads won't let us bring anything home from the stories. They noticed that uh, the storyteller said, no, they asked the storyteller, what can you do about it? Can you do something? Well, I'm not sure, the storyteller said. The storyteller thought and thought. Then she said, We'll see. They weren't happy with that answer. Think, but she started telling them a story, and soon they got into it and forgot all about their disappointment because they were into the amazement again and, and the wonder of the stories. And then something began to happen around the town. They got, it, it got everybody talking. 
things started showing up in the most unexpected places, sometimes very unexpected places. A big tree right in the middle of the street. Or a tiger in front of someone's garage. A huge blue mountain was uh, in front of the door of someone's house, so nobody knew how they were going to get in and out. Nobody knew what was going on, but they did know who they thought was responsible. It's the storyteller, they said. And they went to the mayor and said to the mayor, you have to do something about this right now. Not tomorrow, right now. And because the mayor was up for re-election in a couple of weeks, he said, I will personally take care of this. Immediately. And he marched right over to the storyteller's house and knocked on the door. Yes, came a voice from one side. This has got to stop, said the mayor. What has to stop? Asked the voice from inside. All these, these, these things, all these things that are showing up everywhere, said the mayor. You don't like them? Asked the voice, sounding surprised. Are you kidding, shouted the mayor. Today I couldn't even get out of my own house because there was a mountain in front of my door. Why don't you go through it? Asked the voice. Go through it? It's a mountain. It's a solid rock. What do you mean go through it? But it's a story mountain, said the voice. All you have to do is enter the story. It's so simple. Just enter the story. The mayor was so exasperated that he thought he had better leave before he said something that might be overheard by someone whose vote he could lose. <laughs> what are we going to do, he thought to himself, and muttered as he walked along. The local sheriff? The state troopers? Maybe I should call the governor. This is really quite serious. These never have, uh, we should never have rented that house. There ought to be a law about this or something. And of course, more mutterings came as he walked along, was thinking to himself. By the time the mayor got home, the mountain had vanished from in front of his door. But he had no sense that it wouldn't happen again. Maybe I should talk to the, an expert about this, he thought. You could pay them, and they would help you, and if they didn't help you, you could complain, and everybody would be on your side. And besides, regular people, as he thought to himself, uh, or as he thought about them, didn't have the special knowledge it would take to solve this particular crisis. But maybe he could go first to someone whose expertise he wouldn't have to pay extra for. Oh, that's it. That's what he said. I'll do that. So he went to the minister of the church. I'm in a real jam, he said to the minister. Why don't you tell me about it, the minister said back. 
And so the mayor did. He talked about what had happened, talked about his frustration, talked about what the storyteller had said, and the minister asked a question. Why did you decide not to enter the story as the storyteller suggested? The mayor wasn't expecting this question. So he had to think very hard. I don't know, he said. Or at least I don't think I know. It just didn't make sense at the time. And, and really, I, I, I don't know how. And then I got angry and didn't want to. So the minister asked, what would you do now if you could do it over? I'm not sure, the mayor said. I'm kind of afraid. Though I don't know what I'm afraid of. Okay, the minister said. Unfamiliar things can be pretty unsettling, and many people get afraid. But is there really something to be afraid of? And the mayor thought and thought and couldn't come up with a real reason to be afraid. And the minister said, new things are unsettling, and most of us are reluctant to jump in and say, oh, this is cool. But it can be really useful to look at things in new ways. We learn new things, and we can have a lot of fun in the process, but, said the mayor, it's not easy. After all, how do we know we will like how the story ends? And the minister said, with all the gentleness in the world, well, that's really in our hands. All of us who enter this story decide how it will turn out. We take what is given us and decide if it will be beautiful or not. We decide if we are willing to learn something new. We decide whether we will allow ourselves to be amazed and delighted by the story or whether we will be gloomy and closed to the magic of it. Each of us creates stories and listens to stories. Each of us has creative genius. Every one of us has creative genius for the benefit of us all. It's really not so hard. And the mayor thought about it some more and decided that maybe the minister was right and that he ought to go back to the storyteller and find out how to get into the story after all.